Gummer Joe Bud Mission Street. This is the Rorschach Georgia update. A quick list of stuff you need to know about what's happening in Georgia today is Thursday, the 22nd of April, 2021. On Monday, the 19th of April, political parties signed a compromise submitted by the European Council President Charles Michel on Sunday, the 18th. All opposition parties, except the United National Movement and European Georgia, have joined. So, Hatuna Samnidze, David Bakradze, and Salome Samadashvili have made signatures individually and not on behalf of their parties. According to the new document, the ruling party Otsneba, or Georgian Dream, wins if they win less than 43% of electoral support in the local polls, early parliamentary elections will be called in 2022. President Michel initiated the mediation to resolve the deadlock after the detention of opposition Natsebi leader Nika Melia. But the crisis dates back to November 2020 after the major opposition parties refused to enter the new parliament, citing fraudulent, allegedly, October 2020 general elections. Opposition parties that have signed the EU-mediated agreement with Otsneva will enter the parliament next week to submit an amnesty bill. According to the Natsebi member, Salome Samadashvili, they will try to adopt the amnesty law as soon as possible to allow the release of Melia. Prior to signing the compromise document, Georgian President Salome Zurabashvili stated that she would pardon the co-founder of the Tvari Archi TV channel, Georgi Rudua, if Georgian political parties signed the new proposal by the European Council President Charles Michel and if opposition MPs took up their mandates. On Wednesday, the president announced that she will pardon Georgi Rudua on the 27th of April. On Tuesday, European Council President Charles Michel arrived in Tbilisi shortly after the majority of the Georgian parties signed the proposal to solve the political tensions in the country. He stated that, quote, compromise is a European strength. It is not a weakness. It allows a plurality of voices and collective intelligence to emerge. End quote. These remarks from President Michel came after his meeting with Georgian Prime Minister Irakli Kharabashvili. On Monday, the Georgian government set up two testing tents near the Nguri Bridge crossing point where residents of Abkhazia will be able to undergo coronavirus testing before entering Georgia-controlled territory. Starting from the 19th of April, residents of Abkhazia are no longer required to be placed under mandatory five-day quarantine. They will undergo COVID-19 rapid testing instead. On Wednesday, Russian forces resumed what they hilariously call demarcation works in villages of Taksisdziri and Dirbi in Kareli district. Wooden poles are being installed along 500 meters between the villages, This is usually done before putting in concertita barbed wire in order to prevent movement and change the boundary line. The Kareli City Hall informed the EU monitoring mission, EUMM, and activated the hotline. U.S. investors have set up a half-million-dollar fund to finance Georgian startups as part of a memorandum of understanding between Georgia's Innovation and Technology Agency and Tech Friends of Georgia. The memorandum aims to strengthen cooperation between the Georgian and Californian startups and to organize the various activities in the field of innovation and technology to help Georgian startups gain access to necessary resources and finances. As part of the memorandum, GITA will identify startups with global potential in Georgia in which tech friends of Georgia will invest the half million dollars.
Ministry of Economy and Sustainable Development of Georgia is forming an expert council on the Namachvani Hydropower Project. According to the economy minister, Natia Turnava, any organization interested in the Namachvani HPP can pick a candidate to staff the expert council. Opponents of the Namachvani HPP have been holding rallies for several months as they are concerned about the construction and its effect on the environment. For example, a peaceful Namakhwani protest was held at the administration of government on Ingokva Street in Tatsminda in Tbilisi on Saturday. Ukrainian low-cost Bees airline plans to start flights to Georgia from the 30th of April. The airline company has already applied to the Georgian Civil Aviation Agency for a flight permit, and the application is being reviewed. B's airline plans to operate flights to Kiev, Tbilisi, Kiev twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday. As you might remember from last week's podcast, Kutaisi International Airport has resumed international flights. On Monday, the low-cost Hungarian airline Wizz Air carried out one of its first regular flights, Warsaw Kutaisi with its first fuel-efficient Airbus A321neo. According to the Georgian Airport Association, the new aircraft reduces fuel burn by 16% and nitrogen emissions by 50%. Georgia's passed a new law limiting lead in paint to 90 ppm. According to the process of law enforcement, Georgia has been worked with the UN Environmental Program, UNEP, under the Phasing Out Lead Paint Project, project is implemented by UNEP, WHO, IPEN, International Persistent Organic Pollutants Elimination Network, the American Bar Association, and the UN Industrial Development Organization. The overall aim of the project is for 40 countries to establish legal limits on lead content in paint. In the broadly defined Euro project, the project covers Azerbaijan, Georgia, Moldova, Tajikistan, Ukraine, and Uzbekistan. On Thursday, the European Union gifted laboratory equipment to the Georgian Ministry of Internal Affairs to improve technical capacities and to effectively investigate crime. This is part of a wider EU program, SAFE, which started two years ago and with an EU contribution of 120 million lati. According to the head of the cooperation section of the EU delegation to Georgia, Sigrid Bretel, the main purpose of SAFE is to strengthen the security sector in Georgia. The Interagency Coordination Council, the Coordination Council urges public and private sectors to work remotely as according to the Georgian Deputy Health Minister Tamar, 3,600 of 4,400 beds in hospitals for COVID-19 patients are already in use due to the recent increase in COVID-19 cases. Starting from the 20th of April, teachers throughout Georgia can join the COVID-19 immunization process. The Atlantic Council has published a lengthy and seriously researched report on the Georgian information environment during the 2020 parliamentary election. The research is part of the Election Watch Georgia project funded by USAID. According to the report, the pre-election period in Georgia was characterized by a high degree of societal fragmentation, which has affected the information environment in the country. During the 2020 parliamentary election, inauthentic and inappropriate use of social media platforms, especially Facebook, was prevalent. Political actors have outsourced manipulative campaigns and trolling, often leading to disinformation. The research indicated that Russian propaganda outlets Sputnik and Newsfront also attempted to meddle in the election by spreading anti-Western content and pushing Kremlin narratives. 
Georgian Public Broadcaster is launching a new project to support people with disabilities. On Friday the 16th, the general director of the Georgian Public Broadcaster and other team members held a press conference within the project. An elaborated guideline on how to cover the issues related to people with disabilities will be prepared and presented in September. Journalists, videographers, and producers will undergo professional training. On Friday, an armed man attacked a Bank of Georgia branch and took hostages near the Avlabadi metro station in Tbilisi. According to reports from the press office of the Ministry of Internal Affairs, all hostages were gradually released as a result of negotiations between the representative of the Interior Ministry and the bank attacker. Police officers have detained the attacker, Nikolos Surtsumia. Georgian judoka Lasha Bekauri won the gold medal at the European Judo Championships in Lisbon on Sunday. Bekauri was competing in the 90-kilo weight category and defeated fellow Georgian Beka Gviniashvili in the final. That's it for this week. If you like the show, make sure to share it with your friends. Let us know your thoughts and ideas. Please leave a review and tell us about them. Or you can send us an email with your recommendations or questions or anything you want at podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at Rorschach.com. That's R-O-R-S-H-O-K.com. Nachwam dies mego brebo.